Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hang on to your balls. It's time for the Horror Hangout Podcast. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, the podcast where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever and then talk about them. My name is Luke Fondo of the Cake, and I'm joined by my regular co-host. Mr. Ben Errington. Mr. Ben Errington. Today we are not talking Correct. about one of the best horror movies ever made. We're talking about a right dishonourable one <laughs> called <laughs> uh, The Unnameable. The, un- um, the, un- the Unnameable. The Unnameable. As I like yeah, to call it. Yeah, I mean, how are you? How are you, dude? What have you been up to? Yeah, I'm good. Um, what have I been up to? Stuff and things. Have you? You know, all those things no, and stuff. Haven't. Oh, I've done a few stuff. Done a few stuffs and yeah. a few things. What have, what have you done apart from uh, a couple of things today? I knocked a couple of things out of the out of the bin. <laughs> I, mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight. Actually, no, I haven't. The past couple of days, I haven't because I spent most of Sunday playing loads of it. I was like, I need to stop oh. playing Dead by Daylight. I did because. I did watch. I did watch your stream on Twitch for like a yeah. probably lo- probably longer than I should have, and then but loads of people interacting with you. It was great. Yeah, it's cool. I but, I, but I yeah. had to type on the PlayStation, so it was like taking me oh, ages to write anything. Yeah. So the then I just stopped. The yeah. How were they typing so fast? Must have been watching it on the computer, so. I think watching it on, on the on the Mac or whatever. Yeah. Oh God! You see, I should have done that. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I watched you, and then I think you also invited me to a game, but it was just as I was like finishing off playing something, so. I, I, did what, I did what I did what any <laughs> honourable person would do and just ignored it straight, straight out. I went, oh, shall I just tell him that I can't be? Oh, I can't bother to type. No, no, it's, it's because someone did the same thing to me and I was like, I, I can't be bothered right now. I think you need to sort of have some sort of like date or like you need to plan you have it. Some a sort bit. of agreement. You don't want to do it out of nowhere. Have you ever been, like, to... <clears throat> been invited to play a game like just by a random stranger? Like just someone's invited yeah. you. Like who the hell's what, that? On the, on the PlayStation or just outside somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> just on the PlayStation, but I mean outside as well. <laughs> I'll come over here and play Opscotch. <laughs> oh, you haven't even drawn it yet. Well, yeah. I've never had anyone invite me. I've had like some. You know how like uh, you get those like weird sex bots that uh, talk to you on Skype. So it doesn't really happen much anymore. But I message you and say, <laughs> "Yeah, hello, who are you? Age, sex, location, all that kind of stuff." I've got some of those Age, sex, location. <laughs> I've got a couple of those through the PlayStation. I think Cat got one as well. I was like, how many? Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. never stopped. I think I had one. Did you feel automatically guilty as well? 
<laughs> when it came through. <laughs> what have I done? So. <laughs> what have I signed up to? <clears throat> no, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, on- the only time anyone like actually offers to play a game if you're out and about is when you're like playing football somewhere and someone yeah. comes and wants to go, oh, can we join in? Like, that's know, lovely, isn't it? Sorry, I don't make the rules, mate. It's not my ball. That's lovely, though, isn't it? Like, think, yeah. what other walks of life does that happen? Uh, it doesn't. I think only football. Only football. No one else yeah. comes. If you're playing a bit of tennis, no one walks in and goes, oh, fancy a bit of doubles? Well, actually, maybe they Playing chess. Oh, do you mind if I have a go in the next? Uh... I think bowling, maybe. Bowling, yeah. Maybe like pool. If it's like a... People yeah. might come over yeah, and go, pool, oh. pool, pool, you do. You do. Because you put your 50p on. You say, I'll play the winner. Yeah, you do. I mean, it's quite yeah. aggressive, that, isn't it? Yeah. I like to just... I'll play the knock winner. Their, knock their 50p off the table. It always makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, not their, not their 50. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Because like, well, maybe I'm not done. Maybe I want to play this game and then we want to play another game. Yeah. Maybe this is the end of like a best of seven series between us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, but. What, yeah, so what have we got to do? You played a couple of um, games of tennis. <laughs> what else I played, some, played some tennis with uh, John McEnroe. Yeah. Um, I've watched a couple of things this week, but not a great deal. I watched, um, I watched The Neon Demon. Which is so on Netflix right now, right? That's on Netflix. I watched it on Netflix. Uh, yeah, we're not sponsored by Netflix, but I mean, it was on Netflix. So if you want to watch it on Netflix, that's the only place you can watch it. Do you still get a three month trial on Netflix, or did they stop doing that now? They don't need to do that now, do sure they? they sure, they still do that. Yeah. They don't need to do it, but they don't need to not do it. That's a good point. See? So yeah, this is the. I think is this the latest Nicholas uh, Winding Refn film? Yeah, he just wrapped on something else. It might have been a TV show, I think. But um, yeah, this is the latest yeah. film that's come out. Yeah, it's film. yeah, yeah. So I mean, this is very much at the only God forgives scale of Nicholas Winding Refn. I think if you think of like yeah. Drive is probably the most straightforward and standard. Yeah, Bron- Bronson's probably like in the middle. I've not seen only, Bronson. Only God for have you not? <laughs> no, is it good? Bronson's, Bronson's it's on great as well. I think yeah, Bronson's a great film. Um, only God Forgives is like the batshit crazy what the fuck is going on. Neon Demon's really close to that. I mean, it's a very strange, ominous film where it feels like not a lot really is happening, but I mean, yeah. it doesn't half look good. <laughs> it's is, a lot a horror, of ne- is that a horror movie? No, I wouldn't call it a horror movie. It's probably like a, a psychological thriller with like some horror elements, but I mean, mm. it's almost like, it almost feels like a, a, like a gritty reboot of Mean Girls. <laughs> In places. Okay, interesting. Um, well, and they do that yeah. Christmas dance, and then one of them kicks the <laughs> yeah. kicks the CD player. It's um, they do that right at the end. Um, <laughs> it's it's a, it, I mean, it sounds good as well. It's got a great soundtrack. Um, but it is quite literally one of those films. You're like, what is going on? Is this just like uh, is this it's just like dripping with metaphor and mm. also dripping because there's like loads of bodily fluids, makeup, <laughs> makeup, um... paint. Is Drive the only film that he's done where it's like that makes sense? That's like got a point um, in the middle and end. Well, I guess so. Yeah, I guess I guess so. That's the that's the very extreme other level. But that's because it's a film. It's an adaptation of a book, isn't it? So he probably's gone. Yeah. I don't get too mental with this, you know, because it's a pretty yeah. straightforward plot as well. Drive, even though it is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, only God forgives. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, I thought it was all right. I think um, it was all right. I, I mean, that was confused. Yeah, that was mad. Where he uh, puts his hands out and then he gets them chopped off, right? Yeah, maybe. There's a bit where someone gets like something pushed underneath their fingernails, some like horrible bamboo spike. I'm pretty sure that happens. Um, But yeah, that I I like him as a director. I think uh, he's he's got it going on. 
Um, he's, uh, yeah. he, he's a strange one, isn't he? Because he doesn't... Um, I think he maybe doesn't work from a screenplay or because he's got some sort of dyslexia or something. Um, and he works from like flashcards instead. He works from purely visual stuff rather than like written. Oh, yeah. I think good. something like that. Um, His style reminds me a little bit of Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. A, a, li- a little bit, <coughs> I think. Um, yeah. yeah, and I also saw... I went to the cinema... Oh yeah, I went oh, to the I... I went to the multiplex to Theater. the picture house. Yeah, and Get I watched. Yeah, flumps. No, they had no flumps. They ran out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I watched the Meg. Ice blast. Jason, Jason, Jason said <laughs> ice blast. No, I didn't get one of them. I mean, I'm not made of money, but uh, yeah. I wish I had one. I watched The Meg, which is obviously a giant megalodon, giant prehistoric shark versus Jason Statham, and you know it was a lot of fun. It was a good laugh. Is um, it um, because I, I saw that they it's supposed to be kind of gory, but then they've taken out all of the gory bits? There's like no gore in it. Yeah, I mean it's it's 12a, so that's obviously why they've taken rid of it. So basically, when anyone gets sort of chomped. They either just go down in one, yeah, or uh, you know, there's pretty much no gore. I don't, I don't, think, I, I don't think I saw one bit of blood, yeah. Apart apart from the chum, that's what it's called, isn't it? The chum, yeah, yeah. the chum, yeah. Chum. There's, um, so there's been a few chart movies. There's been 47 meters down, uh, yeah. The Shallows, yeah. The Meg, and all the shark yeah. nado stuff. The shark and genre, Deep Blue Sea Two, which I didn't get around to watching, but still, that is a good point. Yeah, uh, completely forgot about that. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Shark Horror, I just remembered I watched Jaws 2, which is on Amazon Prime. Oh. It's, uh, I've not seen it in a long time. I don't know if I've ever seen it all the way through. It's still got Roy Scheider in it. Is, yep. um, what's his flavour? And it's got... <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's good. It's almost like a slasher, like a classic slasher film. Isn't, isn't the shark got like an agenda? Well... Either male or female, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> you don't. Well, you don't bloody know when it's day and age, mate. Yeah. You don't want to but assume I don't it. Think it's got an agenda. It gets its face burned right at the start of the, the film, and it's two-faced. got like a, it's got like a two face thing going on. Yeah, um, but it, it's good. It, it it pretty much follows on quite well from the last one, but it's oh. not got it's, it's not got quite the same magic because it's not got Hooper and Quinn, and it hasn't got that same. Are they where? Where does it say Hooper? Um and Quinn. Oh, obviously Quinn was a wait. Quinn, which one Quinn's, died? Quinn. Quinn's like half a half way dead. Yeah. He's Qu- all the way Quinn. dead. <laughs> yeah, and what? What? And Hooper's just mugs. He's just gone. Swam the other way. <laughs> oh, at the end of the last one, he swam the other way into the. Sunset. In the book, he has. In the book, he has an affair with um Roy Schneider's wife. Right. Not Roy Schneider, but Roy Schneider's the shark, character. The playing. shark's wife. That's why the shark's the wife. <laughs> you've been sleeping you've been sleeping with him but on my back have you I'm going to yeah. bite his bloody balls <laughs> off yeah it's good um, did you watch anything else no that was it um, that was pretty much it I did I, there was a couple of cinema releases that I do want to see I still haven't seen Ant-Man versus the Wasp no Ant-Man and the Wasp <laughs> not versus the yeah. Wasp uh, that's it's out and I, I, yeah. and I think Black Klansman's out this week but I don't know if it's out in the UK so I'll have to yeah I'll have to have a little ganders me and Kat Watched uh, Pitch Black. Oh yeah. Have you seen, oh have you yeah. Seen Pitch Black. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen it recently? Oh god, not for a while. It's. I it... think it's, it's all right. It's. It's quite really. Still. I mean, when How I was on... when I was twelve, he was like the ultimate badass, like cool guy. I can't believe it spawned another film. Well, the interesting. Like, about we watched a bit of that one as well. I fell asleep during the Chronicles. Really, but it's interesting because they said, "Let's take this uh, like contained sci-fi horror film." And let's turn it into a sprawling 
sci-fi yeah. fantasy epic because that's exactly what people wanted. But obviously, yeah. obviously they didn't. That's, that's absolutely no. Yeah. And it's called the Chronicles of Riddick, assuming they wanted to make another one, but there wasn't another one, right? Yeah, there's another one. There's another one called Riddick. What? <laughs> I don't know if it's called the Chronicles of Riddick. Riddick. I think it's just called Riddick. <laughs> what? I completely missed that if that happened. It's because it's called Oh wait, yeah, there is another film yeah. just called Riddick on its own. What so they've gone, oh here's the Chronicles of Riddick, mate. This is a great film. <laughs> but if you've already set something up called something the Chronicles of Riddick, why do you need to call the next one just Riddick? I don't know. The ne- the next one's gonna be called Redonk. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's gonna be called Less and Less. Rid <laughs> yeah. R. Uh, Fifth Flight was it was all right. It was, the only thing is that the CGI uh, of the aliens hasn't aged particularly well. No. It reminds and me got, like, weird, of weird, weird, like pointy heads or something. What's that? It's uh, like uh, hammerhead shark type hammerhead. head things. Yeah. What um, are they? They just I don't know uh, alien yeah. things that they're like weird bat things that like they're on the tails. They, they don't really make that much sense, but um. They were right. They just looked like they reminded me of the effects from the first Mortal Kombat film. If you remember, <laughs> if you remember the CGI from that. Yeah. In my head, I'm trying to remember the CGI, and all I can think of is just like shit xenomorph. That's pretty much it. Like, there's no texture at all to like the skin of the creatures. They just, just they like didn't get around to doing like, the textures. They made like, like the basic skin. <laughs> It's like a sofa, oh. like a cheap three-piece sofa. <laughs> <laughs> and what's Riddick's thing? He's just he's just blind or something. He's got what's shine it? eyes. He was in <laughs> <laughs> he was in Butcher Bay, which is his prison. Yeah, he said for like a pack of twenty men for cigarettes or something. <laughs> <laughs> he paid someone to give him shine eyes, which allowed him to uh, see in the dark because it's 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 pit black. This prison is. Yeah. Um. So now he's got really pretty eyes. Um. <laughs> That's it. So he's not blind. He could just. You got shiny eyes. You can see, but like on a uh, so you can see, but everything's a lot brighter. Like the the gain is turned all the way up. Oh yeah, so that's why he's got like those sunglasses. Yeah, that's and why he's the, got the amount of times he does that in the film. Like takes the sunglasses off over the top of the head or puts them down. That like, is so often. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he just need, he needs to get them on like some sort of swivel where he can yeah. just go like that. He doesn't yeah. just taking them on and off constantly. Yeah, but yeah, it's all right, and I, I think it's it's aged all right. It's just the effects are a little bit cheap, and also the characters um, are very uh, late nineties TV show stereotype uh, sort of thing. Who's um, who's the who's the female actress in that? Don't recognize her from anything else. Oh really? I in my head I recognize. Her. Oh no, it's um, ba 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 ba. Rada Mitchell. I recognize her. She is in. She's the lead in Silent Hill. I knew I recognized her. Uh, okay, yeah, so she has been in that, and I like that one as well. Yeah, it's good. I mean, Silent Hill's great. I think that's definitely got to be a future episode, isn't it? Silent I Hill. That. I saw some. I saw some other horror podcast, and they were talking bad about it. They were saying it's shit, oh, oh. and I was like, I think it. I mean, I remember really liking it. I think it is the best video game adaptation film. I, I mean, that's just my two cents, mate. Maybe it's been a while, but I remember it being genuinely terrifying. Yeah, like the bit where like the sirens go off and like the little creatures. The little baby yeah. things, yeah. One thing I did, I, one thing I did want to mention as well. Not sure if you're done with your guffs, but uh, the Slenderman movie is out. Right. And after yeah. watching the trailer, my initial thought was that looks like it's going to be the worst shit I've ever that has ever been conceived. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got twelve percent. It's weird because you don't conceive so, this shit. Do you? Like, it sounds like you put some planning into it. 
yeah, yeah, I already, I already put some plans. Oh shit, I wanted it to be. I kind of want it to be shit. You know when all this, yeah. you know when these like sort of like viral. Oh, oh let's yeah. make it. Let's make it into a film. It'd be terrifying, and then they yeah. just give it to. I mean, awful. It's just been absolutely slated. But makes when things get slated like that, I want to see it even more. Yeah, could yeah. be a future dishonorable one. Uh, the only other thing was The Shape of Water, which I watched with Dan, um, oh, yeah. which was way more bizarre than I thought it was going to be. What's like, bizarre? It's uh, I don't know. I just kind of thought it was going to be a bit more straightforward than that. But it's like there's a bit where the woman puts uh, like towels in the bathroom and then fills the bathroom up with water. To, I don't think that's possible. That was mental, wasn't it? <laughs> There's a bit where um, Thingy, Michael Shannon's great in it. He, he's yeah. got his fingers, he's trying to have sex with his wife and he's shoving his, <laughs> his like fingers. He's got um, horrible rotted hands. His rotted just... hand in her face. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Uh, and that's um, the cat. Like, what, what, why did it eat the cat? That was, that was... It's just an animal, mate. It was uh, basically free willy. Yeah. But, but we didn't get but, to see the you... willy. <laughs> well, we didn't get to see the willy, but they discussed the willy quite often. They discussed the willy, So it's yeah. basically like a bestiality film. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's when you. But it's it's a really good gothic love story. I think yeah, I really I really like story. it. Yeah. Um, and the main actress Sally Hawkins. That sounds right. I think she's re- I think she's really good. I've seen her in a couple of things. <laughs> she's been good. In this, she was like fudding herself off constantly, wasn't she? Yeah, like, all the time. That that's yeah. it was way more adult than I thought it was going to be. I thought yeah, it was going to be a little mean. bit sweeter, um, mm. and like softer. But no, it was. But that's the thing. There were those. There were those nice. It was, I mean, it was a sweet film, but there were those sort of quite gothic, even mo- moments where it was a bit like horror, that I thought yeah. were friends, which was quite good. It reminded me of like Tim Burton, but maybe not yeah. as. I suppose Del Toro has never really yes. shied away from mixing the sort of the more adult horror with <clears> of like Pan's Labyrinth, where he gets the the gun butt to the nose, and also it's a bottle, isn't it? It's just a bottle of bottle, beer. That's right, yeah. Ba, 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 ba. And uh, what's her name getting stabbed in uh, the end of that woman? The Devil's Backbone. Like one of the women gets yep. sort of shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Devil's Backbone, Horror Hangout episode one. That was episode one, yeah. Mm. But um, <coughs> that's it. I thought it was pretty good. I definitely need to watch it again. Um, I don't think I quite saw, because I know like when it came out, it was like five stars. It won Best Picture, yeah? Yeah. Tens across yeah. the board. But I was, I was like, mm, uh, Eights, what do you the board. Eight, eights. Yeah, yeah, I think I was around about an eight. Yeah. I think it, after I watched it, I was a bit like, that was amazing. But then as time went on, I was a bit like, eh. Have you heard about the Academy Awards new um, um, category? What is category? Best. <laughs> best. Po- no. <laughs> best popular <laughs> film. So. I was just like, not so uh, lowbrow. The best lowbrow film. Is pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, but okay. yeah, but there's going to be Oscar winners, like, which are like, you know, Black Panther and stuff. If I mean, if that gets nominated, I was just thinking of films that were popular recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah so like, imagine like Infinity War might get nominated. Black Panther. Um, there are some like contenders apparently. But... I suppose they can't really ignore it for too much longer, can they? Because it's um, those films are kind of funding everything else. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, but I mean, I know it's a popularity contest anyway with the Academy, and it is a bit like, uh, mm. you know, certain things of Oscar bait. Still, yeah, but uh, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see a different, a new category. Will it not? What, what, <coughs> what, what? Should we, as uh, long, crack as, on with as, long as something like oh, Mamma Mia don't get nominated, it will get nominated, or like, it'll win, or, 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 or like 50 Shades of Grey? Because those, when, when that first film came out, it broke all sorts of records, didn't it? 
And if that yeah. wins an Oscar, I mean, I will, I will put you know my foot down. Slender Man's going to win. Yeah, or the Meg. Yeah, oh. I like it. So it's inclusive. Eventually, there'll be awards for everything. The biggest shark yeah. film. Yeah. The, this shark the, was big, uh, but that shark was bigger. Okay, that yeah. was great. Yeah. Uh, the best. Yeah. Big enough. Big enough. Uh, big enough. Scene. <laughs> the best haircut. Best haircut. Yeah, I like it. it's inclusive. <laughs> best use of. Uh, I don't know. Hair. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> two, two different categories. Best haircut and best use of hair. These categories are crossing over for me. Too much. <laughs> too much. Too inclusive, you could say. Yeah. Um, so this film was your choice in this honorable mention. This is the film that you were brought up on. Uh, it's a HP <laughs> Lovecraft. Ra- you raise on this. Hot milk and this film. Yeah. <laughs> and rusks. <laughs> and yeah. Um, yeah, so what, what is this film? He tells us a bit about it. So... The Unnameable is a 1988 American horror film directed film <laughs> directed by Jean-Paul Houlette, um, and it's based on H.P. Lovecraft's short story of the same name, The Unnameable or The Unnameable, if uh, you're just reading it like it's spelt. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. high school students <laughs> check out a haunted house where, the, where in the 1800s, it says an ugly monster, bit harsh, called The Unnameable was trapped in a vault. If the monster's called The Unnameable... Is that not just undoing its name? The, this monster literally has a name. Uh, it literally like has Eliza a name, doesn't it? Or something, yeah. So it's called the unnameable. But like, yeah. is the unnameable nameable? If you could name the unnameable, what would you name this beast? The unnameable sounds pretty good. The unnameable <laughs> sounds pretty good, but yeah. but just by having that's its name. If you're calling it the unnameable, it yeah. now has a name. You have and undone true Lovecraftian horror. Exactly. Oh, that's where that insanity comes from. I mean, yeah. if it was genuinely unnameable, you'd be like hoof. You call it like hoof beast or like yeah. demon tits. She or looks like, like uh, the, the creature in this looks like a, a radioactive ug boot. She's bitten by a radioactive <laughs> ug boot. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. Woke up one day, started my new job at the shoe factory when yeah. a radioactive ug boot. Like it's being a really shit Spider-Man villain. Yeah. She was, <laughs> she, yeah, did you have you seen Invader Zim? I always think about that character who who was the chicken, no. like a fried chicken restaurant. He was the mascot, and um, the zipper got caught, and now he in his chicken suit. So now he roams the sewers as this sort of chicken monster thing because oh. he thinks he's turned into a chicken monster, but it's just got oh. the zip stuck. Oh, yeah, I mean that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, this is based on a H.P. Lovecraft <laughs> short story. Have you read it? No, I've only read. Uh, I don't know eight. Nine or ten Lovecraft stories. That's a lot, that mate. Yeah. I've only read eight, nine. It's yeah. like, oh, have you ever had, a, ever had an omelette? Oh, I've only had eight, nine. That's quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it's uh, it's not one I've read, though. I didn't know much about it. I didn't. This character as well appears in a lot of his stories, but I don't think he's shown up in any that I've read. Is it but, a he or a she, the unnameable? Uh, well, in this, it's a she. Yeah, I thought it was a she, because it's yeah. got tits, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's definitely got tits in the second film. I remember, I remember the tits. Oh yeah, you remember them. Because I was like, yeah. hang on a minute. <laughs> this film, te- I couldn't find too much about it, by the way. Uh, so there's, there's no rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Empire haven't done an essay on it. It's, oh. not, it's not out on Blu-ray or anything yet. Oh, they, they, I mean... <laughs> I think it's coming out on Blu-ray soon, actually. Uh, and the sequel. You might want to get, I... get on that. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, the reason I chose it... I mean, it depends how you think of Dishonorable Mention. Because Dishonorable Mention, you might think... It's a 
it's not, notoriously not a great film, but you love it, so it's a bit of a guilty pleasure. Yeah. But I've chosen this as a as a dishonorable mention because I know it's not that good. I know it's not that great, but in terms of my horror history, you know, how I was shaped as a young, impressionable child. As a young, uh, impressionable Ben Errington. As a young, impressionable Ben Errington. As I was shaped, this was the first, not just film or anything, this was the first thing that genuinely terrified me and introduced me to reoccurring nightmares, uh, which, you know, I probably, I reckon weeks afterwards I had it. And I, rem- I, even, I remember that time quite vividly. What so was, it? Obviously- was it? The cre- was it the young boot? It was scary. It, I think it was it was the creature, yeah. So it was the creature, yeah. and like I think it was the first time I'd seen any sort of gore. This is like so, quite gory. Like, yeah. Some of the death scenes are really. So cool. I mean, like when you're a kid, imagine you've never seen any gore or murder or death. Yeah. Like the concept of death, you mean as a kid, you don't know what the fuck's going on. You're not going. Oh, I'm gonna bloody die. I'm t- I'm temporary. I'm gonna yeah. die one day. I'm temporary. You don't think that. You don't think that's the, I'm temporary. <laughs> I'm temporary. I mean, I'm just on my hurtling yeah. on my way to death. I'm slowly dying year yeah. on year. You don't think that. So as soon as I've seen people get like killed and blood spewing out and all this stuff, I was like, what? Like, well, obviously I wasn't like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, ah! what the flip? Now, yeah. What the flip? Now I can't remember how old I was, but I think I've discussed my mum and the fact that she was probably a bad influence on me is that she used to like record films on TV yeah. and like watch them sometimes on like a Sunday afternoon <laughs> okay. and, and when like I was supposed to be like playing in my room or like doing other stuff. And sometimes I'd like wander downstairs and like start watching or like go and yeah. sit with her. She'd be like, oh, I'm not supposed to watch this. I'll cover your eyes during the horrible parts or something. And I'd like hide behind the sofa, hide behind a cushion. Yeah. But I remember watching a lot of this. Um, and yeah, I mean, it really, really affected me to the point where like, I couldn't sleep. Um, as I said, reoccurring nightmares. My mum watched it with me, but then she went out on the evening. I was just with my dad. So yeah. one of my, one of my, most terrifying memories is being proper scared of this film and going downstairs, dad, I can't sleep. I'm terrified. <laughs> and he, he was playing like some sort of snooker game on like the Sega mega drive or something. Yeah. Come down here, son, and sit with me and watch this. So I just remember, I've got this really distinct memory of me watching like a really old pixelated <laughs> snooker game playing and just being like in pure terror. Yeah. But yeah, I think so, it was the so most watching it this time. Monster. Watching it this time. Were you, did you have to go downstairs to, to watch some, no. I mean, <laughs> unfortunately not. I would have liked it if somehow it re- it put me back in that state. I regressed yeah. back to like <laughs> six or seven year old me. However old I was, I'm not sure. Your thumb um, just slowly went back into your mouth. <laughs> oh, mommy! Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I've, I'd seen it. I, I think I watched it when I was about 20 again. Because yeah. I was like, oh yeah, remember that film? I ain't going to watch it. I think I rented it from like somewhere and, and watched it. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty awful. And I remembered yeah. that and I went back and watched it again. But I, I think I saw the second. So there's a sequel, um, which is called something about... The Statement Rand- of Randolph Carter, I think. Statement yeah. of Randolph Carter, the, se- yeah. the sequel. And I think that one had a bit of a bigger budget because in it is um, a couple of... Uh, so John Reese davis You know John okay. Reese davis yeah. Um, yeah, he's in it. And so is... Is it... Oh, David Warner. Um right who you'll probably recognize as, oh, I'm just trying to think of loads of stuff he's in. He's in The Omen. Okay. Uh, Interesting. As, yeah. As a, as a guy. So yeah, I mean, I had like actual, the second cast. one, yeah. had an actual cast, where this one's just like a load of, sorry guys, but it's a load of bloody nobodies, all right? You're all uh, nobodies. It had a bit of a school play sort of quality to it. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, thought the, uh, the guy who plays Randolph Carter, I thought he was, he was, he was well into it. He, yeah. Yeah. Uh, was getting so into like the campiness so Ran- of it all. So Randolph, yeah, yeah, he was good. Uh, so Randolph Carter, he's like a recurring H.P. Lovecraft character, yeah. 
I think he's supposed to possibly be like an alter ego of Lovecraft himself. I think when he writes about him, yeah. um, he writes about oh, this is what I would do, mate. I was HP Lovecraft. The guy who yeah, played so, him, Mark Kinsey Stevenson. I described him in my notes here. It's a glass of milk with hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what guy? Sammy skimmed. Yeah, and Charles Klausmeyer. We may as well uh, get us that right. Played uh, Howard Damon. Um, hang on a sec. Charles Klausmeyer played Howard Damon as Charles King. I don't know what that means. But he looks like um, a sort of a young Steve Jobs, but without the promising future. Oh. I sort of put it there, yeah. Uh, yeah he like, might, he might like still have an invention characters. in him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, the, <sighs> so I don't know, mate. I mean, obviously, didn't this wasn't as riveting as some of the other films we've done. But I mean, this reminded me in some ways of like I used to watch Are You Afraid of the Dark and that sort of thing growing up. And that yeah. used to terrify me. And I do wonder, like, if I watch them now, I bet they wouldn't hold up as no. much as. I don't know. I would hope they would. But I, I, go on. I think I mentioned this film in the horror memories that will stick with us forever episode we did, which I'm not sure what number was. Yeah. Um, I think I mentioned this because it was like the first thing that scared me, really. Um, yeah. But yeah, it feels a bit like a Goosebumps episode as well. Like, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> it, it feels like a Goosebumps episode. It's and when you think the, about the MIDI keyboard orchestral uh, thing, it's just the guys yeah. like, tickling the, the keys. <laughs> Every yeah, now and again. Like, like it sounds like it sounds like the X Files. I mean, the X Files yeah. was was a big fan <laughs> of that. So it sounds There's like, like no sounds camera like... movement. This is the only camera oh. movement is at the end where they were like doing the uh, pretend earthquake movement. Yeah, there's no close-ups. There, <laughs> there were some like first-person shots. There were a couple of evil dead POV. Style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple of other things that I think in terms of the creature design, I think it's really good. I think <laughs> yeah. I think either even holds up. I think there was a couple of times where I was a bit like, ooh, yeah. gruesome. So, so in the short story, the name of by H.P. Lovecraft, I read on here it says this is how he describes the creature. It was everywhere, a gelatin, a slime, a vapour. Yet it had shapes, a thousand shapes of horror beyond all memory. There were eyes and a blemish. It was the pit, the maelstrom, the ultimate abomination. Carter, it was the unnameable. And in this one, it's like, her name's Eliza. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, she's got, but, got a bloody... I mean, she's definitely got a shape. She's not a gelatin, a slime, a vapour. Yeah. She's uh, she's um, an, egg, an egg boot come to life with horns and tits. And yeah. I swear, I, don't, I can't remember. Does she have like kind of wings on her back? Like got some wings, sort of like yeah. protruding... I mean, she's basically looked like a like a demon. A sharp, sharp is, bang, banglets. Really a Lovecraftian monster like especially on like a low 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 budget because it's supposed to be indescribable i think at the start of the film they're even talking about the nature of indescribable things and how you can't describe them but then it's like you have to like do like a halloween costume sort of thing to make it work so it doesn't really i don't know it doesn't really make much sense but yeah i mean if they went to the wardrobe department and said (laughs) look this monster is everywhere it's a gelatin a a slime of vapor (laughs) it's got a thousand shapes of horror beyond all memory and there were eyes and a blemish and it was the pit the maelstrom the (laughs) autobot boobs got it (laughs) boobs that's the ultimate abomination i'm gonna put tits right on it i'm gonna put big tits on it and uh ugg boot legs yeah um yeah man it was all right i mean um uh, i think cat walked in at one point and she was like uh, I don't think so. And she just sort of walked out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely one of those. And you know, it's one of those. To say mention, uh, she walked in it and, as if she caught me doing something dishonorable <laughs> and then backed out of the room. And did you panic as well? Even though you, <laughs> your, trousers were, your trousers were clasped, but yeah. you still like, grabbed them. Like, oh, whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, bad. Okay, well, yeah, let's, let's jump to the story a little bit. So like I said, yeah. we mentioned two characters. The two main characters are Randolph Carter and Charles King. They're, They're... basically like a, a budget Holmes and Watson. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. two guys That's who it. are 
Two yeah. guys who are lur- lurking around university campuses, just solving... Trying to get their end away. <laughs> trying to get their bloody end away. Yeah. Uh, so it actually starts um, back in day, uh, the 18th century, in the yep. Winthrop house. There's uh, a screaming noise that's quite persistent. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's about Shut 10, up. Minutes, 10 minutes of screaming is just going on. And it's just the guy... I think mean, that's something with this film. It's like a, a scene that probably could have been just uh, 30 seconds. Seems to be dragged out for like 10 minutes long. It's a guy walking around his house and it's like, stop screaming. And then he goes to the other side of his house. Stop it. Uh, shush. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I'm trying to watch. I'm trying to read. And then he, he goes upstairs and there's uh, um, the screaming is coming from a door with like some like a grill in it or something. It's keeping. Yeah. It's, his, it's his daughter, right? Is that how they're describing it? I think his daughter has given birth to some sort of beastie. Right. And I think they're keeping it, you know, locked up till lunch. Uh, <laughs> just to make sure. I mean, it's probably going around doing it, causing loads of mischief because there's an yeah. Ugg boot come to life. Yeah. So they're like, just keep it in there. And he goes in to sort of like try and calm her down, doesn't he? It does not end well for him. The, it doesn't end well for him. yanks his heart out of him. Um, she does the yeah. five, what's it called? The five finger death punch or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the exploding heart technique, That's whatever one, it is. Yeah. But she just rips it out. Yeah. Gets bored and rips it out anyway, um, and then it, he screams. So then they're both screaming, and it's like, ten minutes ago, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like "Jesus Christ!" Imagine another... living next door to this lot. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> my God! Uh, and then it cuts to I, would, I don't want to say modern day, but a modern-ish day. Uh, and then Randolph, what's happening is it's Randolph Carter telling the story of this happening. Yeah. Um, they're sat outside the house, um, and then I think one of them looks over, looks over at the window, and sees. <laughs> Her reflection in the window. So, I'd, is that goes, true? Because there's a bit where he says, "If you stare in a, in a window so long, it will retain your image." Is that true? Oh, that's annoying. Is is that actually true? Well, I don't know because I've stared outside a lot of a w- lot of windows. What yeah, happens but... to my actual image? Do I get to keep it, or does it just recreate in the window? You lose it. You turn into a blob. Lose it forever. Blob. This Randolph. This Randolph Carter. How old is yeah. he? Would you say? He's going. To, he's uh, going to university. University buddies. Nineteen, going on forty. He like looks around that sort of age. He looks forty-three. He does not. He, look, <laughs> he looks he's like, like one of the teachers. Yeah, he's dressed in corduroy. Yeah, um, and he he's just, just looks like around. he sleeps in a bed of hand cream. That's how he <laughs> keeps his skin so milky fresh. <laughs> God, you're obsessed with his milky fresh skin. <laughs> Supple. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's telling his mates about this. Like, look, lads, there were a thing that happened here a long time ago. Um, and they're like, one. They're having this weird discussion about the nature of Lovecraftian horror, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, mm. They're talking about if if you see something, you should, you should be able to name it. You can't. It's impossible not to measure something. Um, and the guy's what, like, "What are they measuring? <laughs> um, some sort of image of something." And um, the, one of the guys, I think his name's Joel, is like, "Look, uh, I'll stay. Here, I'll stay in this creepy house all night, and then you'll see tomorrow morning." Um, that um, you know, there's nothing, nothing and they just happen. leave him to do it. That's the behavior of a madman. That would not yeah. happen in this day and age. People yeah. would go, Oh no, I want to go home because I've got things on TV, or I've got things I've got to catch up. I've got Netflix, yeah. I've got, ne- I've got Netflix staying at house. What, what will yeah. I even watch? Nothing, <laughs> yeah. Um, so they by the way, they, they go to Miskatonic University, which uh, I quite, I quite like that they're keeping the very Lovecraftian parts to it. Miskatonic yeah. does sound like a like a digestive sort of soda or something. Yeah. But um, yeah. 
it, you know, it's keeping delicious. Look after you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Then Holmes and Watson, the uh, two characters, they go to the library, I believe. Um, yeah, they're, ch- they're chilling in the library, and I think they leave Joel in the house, don't they? Um and then later on they find out, oh, we haven't seen him since. He ain't come out. Like, yeah. what are we going to do? And they're like, well, we ain't going to go there and see if he's all right. He's probably playing a trick on us. Yeah. It's all just like a By this point, have we seen him get moided? I think, I think we've seen got, him get moided. I think we still got moided. How, yeah. how is this thing? Like, well, I would like to do a bit more of a backstory. I know we got like the backstory of the unnamed board. How is it still in that house? How has it survived? How has it been there for all these years? Even though it's like a demon that's born of a woman, why is yeah. it like? Why does it never age? Why is it not? And dead? also, there's like a, a bowl of blood that it seems to be like, it, like some sort of sacrificial thing. It seems to be collecting blood in this bowl. That never really gets explained. No, I mean, what's it doing? It's collecting that blood in the bowl because it's making a lovely stew, and he knows that blood just like making it strong enough. Yeah, making it making a lovely strong enough. Yeah. Um. So Joel is uh, wandering around the house. Again, this is one of those that takes about 10 minutes when he's just walking around and he hears a noise and he goes, oh, that's interesting. He goes over to the like, other side of the house. This, like, this was nuts. Like, ha- this scene was like, it was like a, it was an echo chamber. So this scene happened. Man walks around the house. Man like hears a noise. Man gets confused. And then it seemed to just happen over and over again until the end of the film with different people. It is pretty much it, yeah. That is pretty much it. There is, yeah. It gets to this point in the film, when they go in the house and literally nothing happens. <laughs> like, we don't see anything yeah. until, what, the final 10 minutes of the film? So, so. Yeah. Like, like, you could have just, you could have done a lot more, you could have shown the creature a lot more, there could have been a hell of a lot more. But, yeah. Do we see Joel get his head ripped off? <laughs> Something bad happens to him. We see... I can't remember. You see the blood. That's so, so, <laughs> I can't remember. So she, she, she pushes him on the floor. Um, yeah. And then he's like, we just see his head and upwards. And then we hear the sort of scratching noise and his blood starts peppering his face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember so being like surprised. just her nipples. 
<laughs> she popped them nipples right off and uh, a bit of pepperoni. But the um, I remember being kind of shocked because most of it seems kind of like innocent in a way, innocent teen horror, like the way it's acted, the way it's performed. Yep. And, so, and then it's like it's, when, the, when the girl comes in, it's like, oh God, that's actually quite quite gory. Like yeah. It's quite surprisingly horrific. Yeah. So then, not, so after this, like a group of students decide to go there. So there's, listen to this description. This sound, Tell me what this sounds like. Not a porno. Two young lads, fresh from the university football team, Bruce Weeks and John Babcock, and a couple of girls they want to score with, Wendy Barnes and Tanya Heller, go there to fresh set up a room. Fresh from the university football team? What does that mean? Fresh from yeah. the football team? Well, what have you done? Just come from football practice? Oh, no. I'm fresh, well, yeah. You're fresh off it, are you? Yeah. So they're like, let's go to the bloody house and tell ghost stories. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so um, one of them has like a uh, the jumper tied around his shoulders. The other yeah. one has the school uh, jumper and the logo there. It's, it looks, they're both like, um, what's the guy they're called all... Scooby called? Fred. They're both a bit of a Fred. Yeah, and they're both 35. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the Greece school of casting high school students. Yeah. Is where they're like, we've got to be about 45. Uh, 35, sorry. And uh, if you're going to play a 17-year-old, why not? So um, the, the the girls they take, there's one called Wendy Barnes, who yeah. our guy is in love with. No. Howard's in love with her. Howard's yeah, yeah. And Watson's, girl, in, Watson's in love with her. Watson's in love with her. And, but the other girl, Tanya, is in love with him. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's two... There's two it's too complicated and convoluted for this film, isn't it? Like, well, there's some sort of love octagon going on. Who's yeah. in love with who? Nobody cares. Just let the, the, the... I mean, they're fodder, aren't they? They're fodder for the beast. Yeah. And none of them are killed in, in even slightly interesting ways, are they? Really? Well, well now, now it's their turn to sort of walk around the house and hear noises and in, in yep. investigate the noises. Uh, they get split up at one point, and then one of them says to the other... One one wants wants to leave the house and says, "You want to pull out now before you get your wink wet." Everyone listen here and out and thinking, "What?" <laughs> wink, <laughs> wink wet. Yeah. Have you got your wink wet? Oh, sorry. So one of them does get his wink wet when he and uh, Wendy have a, a bit of sex, and as they're having sex, I thought this was quite interesting. Um, she, Wendy, looks left or right or wherever, and there's a head, Joel's head from earlier in the film, lands next to her head. And he yep. like winks. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> wink. But, um, <laughs> but then they, I think they get the other one gets that boy gets killed. A bit confusing. Is um, that when he gets his like head smashed on the floor? Is that him? Yeah. Again, that was quite brutal. Yeah. Surprisingly brutal because it takes time. Like it's really just over and over. Takes the time to just smash smash the bonts on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so then, How- Howard and Randolph turn up, didn't they? So yeah. Howard goes and gets Randolph and says, look, mate, Joel never came back from the house. We've got to go sort him out. Uh, Randolph's like, I'll get the flashlights. Um, which is, well, yeah. Are you, are you get... looking at the Wikipedia summary, by the way? Because even yeah. the Wikipedia summary seems kind of uh, passive-aggressive, kind of bitchy about the film. Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It's angry. What are you looking at? Well, it says, meanwhile, Howard chases... Uh, after Randolph telling that Joel never came back from the house, prompting Randolph to swing into action, saying, I'll get the flashlights with some degree of authority and urgency, despite not being too bothered about the missing student. <laughs> yeah, he's really that. bothered by him, like yeah. like he's related to Joel or something. Yeah. You let my Jolie die! <laughs> um, okay, so then they're all in the house. Um, 
I don't think too much more happens. The other guy gets killed. Yep. <laughs> this is difficult to explain because it seemed to take so long to happen. By the time it did happen, I was kind of zoned out of when it yeah, was yeah. actually happening. I mean, yeah, in terms of like a horror movie, in terms of a horror movie where it's just like kids getting killed by a creature, it was very lackluster and a bit lame how it went about it. There was a lot of like walking into some area, looking, hearing a scream somewhere else, walking towards that scream, someone yeah. jumping out. Hey, I got you guys. Hey, I got you jerk. There was a lot yeah. of that. And it was just all a bit, it was all a bit not much, wasn't it? Yeah, so at some point, Randolph gets split up from the others and he he finds the Necronomicon for some reason. It's in the house and he starts reading it. Yeah, um, that's not, it's not been explained why that was involved. Why, why is that involved in, in yeah. some, some weird sort of demon baby? And interestingly, he, he sort of opens up a portal or something in the grave of his ancestor in the graveyard and he goes yeah. into the hole and it sounds like he's having way cooler adventure than yeah. this hole. Because he said he's like fighting skeletons. He's in the yeah. dreamland. He's, he's doing loads of cool stuff down there. We don't get to see any of that. Doing um, backflips. And he disappears for the rest of the film. Yeah. Um, at the it's same a, they time... Did, they didn't pay him enough. He was like, I'm going to go pay him enough. Yeah. next week. He needed to go bathe in some hand cream. <laughs> and um, so while that's happening, the nameless, the unnameable... Un, what's the name? <laughs> the unnameable is hunting after the other two... Um, and then it, at some point, the tree, the camera starts to shake. People must be people off camera with like branches poking at yeah. the unnameable. We we finally get to see it now, and it, it is kind of spooky. Um, yeah, it think... slaps the the main dude at one point. Uh, that's what it seems to do. It seems to like grab people, yeah. and someone gets close to it, and it goes whoosh, backhand, get away from me, and then it yeah. comes from again, whoosh, backhand. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all all the secondary characters, it didn't do the bitch slap. It went straight in for the neck or yeah. the kill or something. The heart. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah, I think it was pretty creepy in terms of the creature design. Like mm. the face and the eyes are kind of nasty. In the second film, in the sequel, um, the creature looks like more cat-like. It's got very like cat-like yeah. features yeah. and um, bigger wings, I think. Um, maybe smaller tits. Can't remember. Um, yeah. And conveniently, <laughs> conveniently like long, long enough hair to cover... Her Nips. genitalia. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, to be fair, like, as soon as the creature appears on the screen, like, it's not as much of a threat as perhaps it felt like it was. Because isn't there one yeah. point where they, like, f- they fend it off with, like, trees and stuff? Well, I don't think they're holding the trees. That's what I mean. So, I think it's because Randolph's in some dreamland. Yeah. He's doing some magic. And it's like these branches just start appearing on the camera. It start, like, attacking yeah. the, the creature um i think did it get su- what happened at the end does it get sucked into the hole it gets eaten by a tree or something yes <laughs> i <don't> remember <laughs> does it get sucked off at the end what does someone get sucked what off happens? <coughs> don't know. so yeah basically the tree but with the aid of randolph in the book it says snatches aldi Al- alidia that's Al- alidia alida 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 that's right from the house and the climax of the film so howard and tanya survive um, but then some like Howard comes up from the catacombs, doesn't he? Well, he comes out now of the dreamland, and all, yep. and as they're helping him out of the um, the grave, there's like one uh, skeleton hand, like, one persistent it's skeleton. Like, it's like squeezing his buttock as if yeah. he's trying to get out. 
There's a really oh. lame looking plastic cannon. <laughs> oh, I like you. Um, and the, the Andrew, he's, he said not... he's been in there. Like he said, it, it was hell down there, Howard. I've been fighting like skeletons and all sorts. I've been down there for eighteen years. What's that? Been eighteen. You should have seen what happened down there. It was really exciting. And yeah. he's like, "Yeah, we just been in the house running around." <laughs> yeah, we just been in the house for an hour. Uh, yeah, clearly didn't have the budget to yeah. show what's going on down there. And then it ends really weird. Like everyone walks off, like with their arms around each other. Mm. Hey guys, wasn't that a great adventure? And the music's like just upbeat. It's just oh yeah, weird. yeah. I remember we had that, like an upbeat music at the end. Yeah. Uh, so that that's it. I mean, I don't think this is the most in-depth <laughs> critical analysis we've ever done on a film. But, no, um, I mean it's it's, it's hard to like. Yeah. I think even if we want wanted to try, like there isn't enough happening. I mean, even though it's H.P. Lovecraft thing, there, there there aren't that many themes going on. Like not enough ex- explained. There's not enough of a backstory to the to the demon. Like I think what we needed was some sort of like connection to the demon. Some sort of like. I do you remember sto- one jump scare? Yeah. Uh, that I think made cat jump. Uh, I was going to ask her, but um, she <laughs> said it didn't. But I'm sure it did. So. Uh, they're in the, the bedroom of the house and then Wendy or one of the girls says I just saw the creature in the window and Howard goes no that was just it's just retained the image because it's been looking out the window for so long which is a weird thing to say I've never like seen something in the window and go that's not a real that's not a tree outside <laughs> it's just a reflection of a tree. it's retained the image and then he looks through the window and then the creature uh, punches through the window and grabs at Howard I thought that's quite good the creature's but, uh, like fuck it you fucking yeah um yeah man so i don't know it's uh, it was interesting it was uh... i think it was something i had to watch again just to remind myself you know i think i'm done with it now i never need to go back to it again it never scarred again. me and yeah. i think i'm over it like i needed to face up to it i needed yeah. to bring you down with me i needed you to watch <laughs> it as well so you knew what my pain yeah. was like yeah and now you've d- you've done it and now, now you can't i'm like, gonna have nightmares yeah i'm gonna have to come nightmares to for a week no no it's yeah. The window retains my image. <laughs> okay, so in terms of trivia, it was difficult to find, <laughs> to find some trivia questions. Um, are you ready for the trivia? Yeah. Number one, the script was written in seven weeks, true or false? Seven weeks? Mm. You could write this script on the back of a napkin. <laughs> uh, true. False, seven days, so it took one week. Ah. Number two, the film was shot in three days. True. False. It was ah! shot in three weeks. This film is haunting me. <laughs> this film is just not letting me get off. Like I said, there wasn't too much trivia sort of questions to. Uh, there wasn't enough meat on the bones, should we say? Um, number three, in the user reviews on RottenTomato.com, one user, Jen, said, "Piss off! It's funny." Can you guess how many stars she gave it? <laughs> well, out of what? Five? <laughs> yeah. Piss off, it's funny. Five stars. Four stars. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Who's she, tell- she telling to piss off? I don't know. She's, just, she's angry. Yeah, there's a lot of negative reviews and she was like, piss off, it's funny. I'll she went up there and went, hang on a minute, people have left negative <laughs> reviews on the unnameable. Piss off! Yeah. It's funny. Okay. Like, yeah, but you know, it's not supposed to be funny. Yeah, yeah, I know. So that should go against it, surely. Yeah. Um, number four, the director, Jean-Paul Ouellet, followed up the movie with the action comedy Chinatown Connection, starring the one and only Bruce Lee. True or false? <laughs> that That's too, that's too specific. Uh, true. It's 
Well, it did start A. Don't Bruce you Lee, dare! But it's Lee spelled L Y. <laughs> Although he did look a lot like Bruce ah, Lee. <laughs> are you joking? <laughs> no, yeah, is Bruce Lee. Yeah, Bruce Lee. Is this Lee. real? Yeah, it's called oh Chinatown Connection, and it stars Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee spelled <laughs> Who is Bruce Lee? Is he like nobody, a just nobody a? Nobody knows. Yeah. Is he just a cheap version of? Well, I Who think is after, he? I think after Bruce Lee died, like the real Bruce Lee, there's like a whole industry of not Bruce Lee films starring people called Bruce Lee or, you know, they were like spelled L-I or like all different types of things just because they knew people wanted to watch more Bruce Lee films and there wasn't anymore. That's mental. Yeah. That's actually mental. You don't look at it and go, oh, I'll just squid, I'll just pretend it's Bruce Lee. Yeah. Hang on a minute. This isn't the Bruce Lee I know. Hang on yeah. a minute. He's not like water at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, I couldn't, I couldn't even find another trivia question. I really try, <laughs> really try. I guess, I guess the last, uh, the last question would be, um, what grade did I give it? <laughs> <laughs> well, the last question is the unnameable nameable. <laughs> yeah, I know we've covered that already, but is it? Well, they've named they, they not only they've they named the, the unnameable, unnameable, but they've named it a leader. So it's got yeah. it's literally got. Well, a name. that's that's its human name. What would you call the actual monster if you're going to call it Ugboot? <laughs> Ugg. Yeah. Oof beast. Yeah. I like demon tits. Demon. Demon tits is the band name, I'm sure. Got me. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, leather. It's got like turtle tits. Turtle tits. We'll go with that. Turtle tits. Yeah. Leather Very turtle nice. tits. Very um, nice. Pam sandwich. Pamela sandwich. <laughs> Oh, I'm just looking. I'm just looking at like some actual images of this unnameable. And then, wait, there's a bit in this film where like someone rips a flap of skin off her face. Mm, I, don't, I don't remember that. It was when it was like fighting people at the end. Oh, it is scary. I'm looking at it. It is a scary. Like if you've never, if you're listening to this, you've never seen this film. Just <laughs> hunt, hunt down at least a picture of the unnameable because it is scary. <laughs> it is. I've just googled. Are you laugh. I've just googled Pam sandwich, Pam sandwich, and she's not. It's not showing up at all. Let's have a look. Um, I'm googling it now. The un, the unnameable. She constantly yeah. looks like in images that I'm looking at, like you've walked in and you've caught her at a bad time. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. yeah, well, yeah. Ah, yeah. what are you do- What are you doing? I, did, I thought it was empty. Uh, sorry, it's <laughs> my, it's my personal time. <laughs> it's my yeah. lady time. Sorry, she's got horrible gnashes as well, doesn't she? When you think about it, horrible teeth. She reminds me a little bit of the bad guy from the Wishmaster. Yeah, that'd be good to do Wishmaster. Yeah, imagine a good film with this monster. Could have been, could have been so different. Okay, are we grading it? Yeah. So, what are you going to go for? I can't go very high, mate. I'm sorry. What's the lowest grade? Oh well, I'll go. I'll tell you my. I was going to give a D minus, but any less than that, it would just. I, I think there must be. This film, you know, it worked to some degree. The gore and stuff. So. Oh, oh, oh! Do you know what? I'll, I'll hook you. I'll hook a man up with a D minus as well. That's okay. fine. What would you give that out of five? Though, what is it out of five? How many stars? I have to go for one point seven five out of five. Okay, because I think I gave it two stars on yeah. my star rating system, but you know. <laughs> Could be less. So uh, that's a that's an interesting treat. Next week we're doing another dishonorable mention. Um, I, I didn't know what we we're going to do, but then I, I'm just thinking now. Sleepwalkers 
the Stephen King McGarris film might be quite good because it's got like the dishonorable element would be the mother son sort of sexual relationship that could be the <laughs> the dishonorable part of it. Well, um, it's the only film I think Stephen King wrote uh, the script for. It wasn't an adaptation. He actually wrote the script for his friend McGarris to direct. So hmm. that could be that could be interesting. Uh, maybe yeah. we'll see. We'll see what you think. We'll see what happens, mate. Sounds yeah. fun. Right. Well. That was a quickie. Uh, how long did we? How long is that for? I, I don't know, minutes, but fifty-three I think, minutes. I feel like yeah. it's a uh, it's quickie in comparison to what we've been doing lately. So uh, you yeah, know, we dragged yeah. it out. We dragged it out. We, the, well, the film did as well. To be true, yeah. to, be, uh, to be fair. So okay, the film really did. Yeah. Uh, this show is brought to you by Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com. Become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. Thanks to Kovach Cameron for our theme music. Thanks to ACAS for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, give us a five star rating review on iTunes and remember to hit subscribe. Thanks to my co host Ben for being a right horror honourable dude. Thank you very much, Luke Condor. All right. It's been a pleasure. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.